going to start a series with you today, different than the first service. The first service is experiencing God, knowing God, acknowledging God, using your senses from hearing to speaking to seeing and experiencing God from the Scriptures. That's the first service. This one right here. Can you say that? Don't you want to be smart? It's the title of my new series. Come on. Don't you want to be smart? The dumbest people around me half the time. I mean, have you? I mean, are you kidding me? Come on. Don't you want to be smart? Yes or no? Don't you want to make good decisions? When are you going to get tired of just making the same dumb decision over and over again? Amen. Say. Come on. Don't you want to be smart? Don't you want to have the wisdom of God and what God has for you? Don't you want to be smart? That's our new series. What's it called? Don't you want to be? Roger said, what are we calling? I said, don't you want to be? That's what we're calling right there. Don't you want to be smart? Don't you? Yes or no? How many would say, man, in my life, I have, I have made the dumbest choices. Not necessarily right now, but in my life. I mean, I was nuts. Amen. Let me see some hands. Don't you want to be smart? Come on, let's go to the Scriptures. Smart. How you doing, son? Are you just going to hang out with me and tag team this message? You're out of here? Don't you want to be smart? Go ahead, get on out of here. He's been here since early this morning. He said, i got to go get me some sleep. Honestly, I'd rather you go on if you go sleep on me. Go ahead. Come on, here we go. Good to see you, buddy boy. I'll always see you and think, I walk the line. That's what I'm always going to think about when I see that joker right there. I'll tell you right now. Smart. Let's talk about it. Our time is gone. Here we go. Smart has two basic meanings according to Webster. I preach with a Bible, generally speaking, and a Webster's Dictionary. Because I'm from the country and I don't know every word there is, so I look them up. Here we go. And I found it makes pretty good preaching over the years. Smart. It means intelligent. It means stingingly painful. You ever heard that thing? Boy, didn't that smart? I didn't know that was a real thing. I thought we just said it in the country. Well, that sure smarted. You ever said that? About eight of us. Okay, there we go. God wants His children to have an intelligent beginning every day. That's God's will for your life, is for you to start every day intelligently. He wants you to be smart. The church, honestly, down through the years, especially here in America, has been dumb many times, been taken advantage of. People are still falling hook like at line and sinker for stuff that I see on TV so many times, and churches across America many times, that is flat out not in the Bible. It's not in the Bible. All you got to do is read the Bible and go, that ain't right, that ain't right. Y'all hear me or not say, that ain't right, that ain't right. Why are you doing that? That ain't right. That's what I do. I watch it sometimes. I want to bang my head against a wall. But it's not God's will. It's not God's will for you to be stupid. It's not God's will for us to keep making stupid decisions. Sometimes people hurt us. And I think even when hurt comes in your life, that can spiral you into craziness if you're not careful. Amen? And you might have never made the dumb decision you made, but because you were just like hurt, you just turn into a nut. Amen or oh me? How many can say that's happened to me before, preacher? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Come on. I mean, so let's, let's talk about it. So don't you want to be smart? That's our series for the next few weeks. So God wants you to have an intelligent beginning every day. He doesn't want that other part of that word painful. He does not want that for your life. You do not have to keep in going through pain 
and struggle as far as thinking and decision-making. Have I lost you so far? Okay, good. Hang in here with me. Jeremiah 29, 11. Say it with me. You know this verse. Some of you, you might not, but it's a good one to know. Here we go. Say it with me. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. That word expected end is a good word for that is to give you hope. To give you confidence every day when you get up in the morning that God is with me and this is going to be a good day. Amen? That's God's will for you. Jeremiah 23 again, and you shall seek me. Say this with me. And find me. Say it. When you shall search for me with all of your what? That's why people make bad choices. They're not seeking the Lord. They're not seeking His Word. They're not seeking His will. That's why people are duped. So many times by giving their money and giving their estates and signing over whatever to somebody that's crazy. Amen. Why? They're not seeking the Lord's wisdom. It's there. You can find it. But you've got to search for it. But God wants you to be smart. I love giving messages like this because I'm living proof. You might think I'm not that smart. Well, you should have known me way back when, okay? But I came from nothing. Came from a town that was rough. Family, parents were alcoholics, just crazy, okay, growing up. And uh, mom and dad divorced when I was 11. Mama started hooking up with another fella. He moved into the house. I'm the last kid at home. I mean, this is not the environment to raise a kid uh, where he's going to grow up and be smart. You hear me, yes or no? And honest to goodness, uh, about everything I've learned, I've learned from God's Word. And, you know, in common sense, you can get along the way. Amen? But it's amazing if I can do it, and certainly I've made choices. They ain't been the best in life, I'm sure. But for the most part, God has really helped me in my life. And even when bad things happen, to somehow navigate through the crap, I call it, and still come out to a good side. Amen? Isn't that what we won't say? And God's done that in my life. How many would testify and say, Pastor Gary, he's done that in my life too. He's done that in my life. Isn't that awesome? That's what we want. Amen? So let's go with it. So where do you start if you want to be smart? Where do you start? Let's go. Here we go. I'm going to sit down because my back's a little bit bad. and Well, it's a lot bad, so keep me in prayer. But here's where we start. It's like anything else. If you want to be smart, you start where? At the what? Let's start at the beginning. Here we go. And this is God's Word. This isn't Gary getting with you and having, you know, positive thinking and talking, even though I like to be positive. I think it's positive. But, but uh, let's just look right here. So start. Start. Start has three meanings. So smart, we know that's uh, intelligence. It also can mean painful experiences. But start. Start means to begin. Keep looking. To jump. Start means to jump. Jump. It means to what? Move. If you want to be smart, you got to start. You got to begin. You got to jump, man. You got to what? Move. Okay? My father-in-law, who was my pastor for many, many, many years, he taught me probably about everything I've known good and uh, from the Word. And he said, it was funny, he would say something, Hello? Hello. He, he would say to me, he would say to the whole staff, because we had a very large staff, he would see them standing around. He'd say, do something, even if it's wrong. What was he trying to say? Move, move, move. 
man. And that's what we need to do when it comes to smartness. We've got to make the decision. The Proverbs of Solomon, obviously, if we're going to learn about being smart, we should go to book of Proverbs. Amen? Yes or no? And we should learn from maybe the wisest man ever. How about that? Amen? The Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel. Behold, I've done according to thy words. Lo, I've given you to Solomon, God speaking. I've given you a wise and understanding heart, Solomon, so that there was none like you before you, and neither shall any be like you after you. Solomon, Solomon, very wise, very smart. And he spake, how many Proverbs did Solomon speak according to the Scriptures? 3,000 what? Proverbs. And his songs, excuse me, back at, as his songs were how many? A thousand and five. Very, very, very wise man. The wisest man who ever lived. There came all the people to hear about this wisdom that Solomon had from all the kings of the earth which heard of Solomon's wisdom. They would come and seek out his wisdom. If you want to be smart, you've got to start. If you want to be smart, you've got to jump. If you want to be smart, you've got to move. If you want to be smart according to the Lord and toward his word, you've got to get to his book and you've got to find out what that book says. Y'all hear me? Yes or no? Amen. And John, that's why you have the Bible studies, isn't it? We want to love on people and the fellowship, and that's why we're there too. But at the end of the day, we want to get them to God's Word. Book of Revelation, he's just finishing it. Very hard to understand by many people. So, And here's the book of Genesis about where we came from and the earth came from and creation. And it's the very foundation to our, to our Bible. Amen? These are things that you can know. So, let's talk about it. So smart. Start at the beginning. What does God want for me? Here's the book of Proverbs. Are y'all with me so far? I know I'm not the bluegrass guys, okay? But you got to still listen. Hang on, hang on. Y'all ready? Hang on. Proverbs chapter 1. So the Proverbs of Solomon. What does God want for me? Here it is. To know wisdom. This is God. He wants me to know this. To perceive the words of understanding. To receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, judgment, and equity. So this is what God wants for me. He wants me to know wisdom and instruction. God didn't want me to be an idiot. God didn't want me to be stupid. God doesn't want me to keep making the same mistakes and pitfalls and going, Well, Jesus, help me. I did help you. You ain't listening, nut. Amen. Say. We pray for the craziest things because we keep doing the dumbest things. Amen. Come on. He wants us to perceive the word of understanding. It's funny. People today, i got a word of knowledge. Well, why don't you just get into the word and you'll get you some knowledge. Amen. There's this whole movement out there, the word of knowledge movement. How about get in the book and you'll get you some some serious real knowledge. Okay? To receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, judgment, equity. This is what God wants for my life. This is his will for me. God wants me to be smart. Did I say he wants you to have all kinds of degrees? No, not necessarily. Believe it or not, I've gone to college and I've got degrees. Isn't that funny? But you know what? What good is all that if I'm dumb as a box of rocks? Amen. Say you know what I mean? God wants better than that. He wants you to be smart. Verse 4, Proverbs, a book about wisdom. Verse 4, what does God want for me? To give subtlety to the simple. To the young man, he wants to give knowledge and discretion. So God wants to give me what? He wants to give subtlety to the simple. He wants to give knowledge and discretion to the young. So this is God's will for me. He wants me to be smart. So how can you know If you're being wise, and we're just trying to rush through this because I'm a little bit late, but it's okay. How can you know if you're being wise? Verse 5. We ain't missed a verse yet. Have y'all noticed this? Verse 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. How can you know if you're being wise? Well, a wise man will hear. And will increase his what? 
I certainly have been guilty of this because I talk a lot and a lot. My teacher on my report card, first quarter, put Gary talks too much. Second quarter, Gary talks way too much. Gary's just talking, talking, talking. Last quarter, Gary talks and talks and talks and talks and talks and talks. And every time I'd get my tail beat, every time, by my mama. Amen? But sometimes, I mean, I talk for a living. I get that. But the bottom line is we learn from listening, especially to God's Word. Are y'all hearing me or not? So, a wise man will hear, he'll increase learning. A man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsel. So, if I, if I, if I, you know, you can know if you're being wise if you'll listen. That's number one. Number two, you'll increase in learning. You're, you're increasing in learning. That's one of my goals here for you at fellowship is when you come, you would say, well, I'm learning God's Word. Are you all hearing me or not? I've had people come here over the years, many years, and say, well, I understand you. You put it right there on the bottom shelf. You know, I get you, but you talk my English. Why wouldn't I? Say, my life matters. If you're coming here, I'd like for you to learn something. Amen. Hopefully you're learning something today a little bit. God's will for me to be wise. Okay? This is His plan for my life. So, you're going to increase in learning. As you hang out here, we want you to increase in learning. We also want you to avail yourself to Bible studies and home Bible studies. But nothing's going to beat you studying. Hello? Amen, oh me. You can read your own Bible. Did you know that? Say. You can read your own Bible. And you can read it every day if you want to be wise. Read the Word of God. Hide it in your heart. And you'll be smart. Ooh, that rhymes. Read the Word of God and hide it in your heart. And you'll be smart. I'm going to be famous one day. You're going to see it. You'll seek wise counsel. And you will heed wise, wise counsel. Yes or no? How many would say, in my life, I was told wisely what to do, and I absolutely didn't do it, and it screwed me up? Let me see some hands in the house, just to, just to testify to us. I didn't do it. That's it. Come on. So you need to start at the beginning. Start at the beginning. You need to move. You need to jump. So the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, verse 7. So how do I start at the beginning, Pastor? Here it is, number 7, verse 7. Hang in here with me. Verse 7 again, Raji. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Look at it. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. But fools, what? You can say what you want. But if the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge and instruction, and you say, well, I don't understand the Bible. Or I, don't, I don't want to read the Bible. I don't have time to read the Bible. You know, God's Word. You can say what you want to, but you being a fool. I know that's ugly. He called me a fool. Well, I'll do it again. You being a fool. You know, but I've been a fool. We've all been fooled into thinking we can get to the end without going to the beginning. Amen. Say, this is where we go. We need to be in this book. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. And instruction. Keep looking. The best place to learn about the fear of the Lord, best place if you can possibly get it, is from dad and mom. Amen. What is the fear of the Lord? To respect God, to reverence God. The Ten Commandments, great, great to know the Ten Commandments. It doesn't get you to heaven, but boy, does it help you fear the Lord. Amen? Say, 
and to reverence the Lord, respect the Lord. That's the best thing you can do. Fear the Lord. That's where you need to be. Reverence God. Respect God. Believe God. If I want wisdom, if I want to be smart, that's where we're headed in this study. We're not going to be there today, but we're getting there. Then we must fear the Lord. I must respect His Word. I must reverence His Word. I must put His Word in enough authority in my life where I listen to it, I read it, I get it, I apply it, and it can change my life. Amen? Say, where did I learn in a broken home how to be a good husband? From the Bible. It was not modeled in front of me. You hear me, yes or no? I never saw my mother and dad one time kiss, not once, or embrace. And they certainly didn't teach me how to be faithful and pure. Learn that from the Bible. You hear me, yes or no? So this is a big deal. This is big, man. The fear of the Lord. And why do that? Well, because He tells me to and because His best is my... For me, He he wants me to have the best life possible. Understand, yes or no? So, where can I learn that best? Well, verse 8 says, My son, hear the instruction of your father. Don't forsake the law of your mother. The the best place is a home that's, that's teaching God teaching His Word, loving each other. And I love it. We've got so many young families here. We know we're in a retirement-type community. We get that. But guys, we've got young families. We've got young people. It just does me so much good to see them doing the right thing, to see them showing up. when they could be out on the boat. They could, who wouldn't want to go do all that? But they make, they make church a priority on a Sunday morning. Amen? And having their kids and teaching their kids and loving their kids, that's the right thing to do. This is what God's Word says. This is being smart, guys. They shall be an ornament of grace under your head. They're going to be chains about your neck. Amen. How many would say mom and dad taught me so much? I thank, them for, I thank the Lord for my mom and dad, even though they'd gone home maybe. Let me see some hands. Boy, my mom and dad were good. They taught me so much. Amen. Yes or no? Amen. That's where you can learn to be smart. Teach your kids. Receive instruction from your parents. But also, we want to be those kind of people, guys. Where do you not learn to fear the Lord? Where do you not learn to fear the Lord? From the sinful. We're just reading the Bible this morning. Y'all okay? This is a Bible study, ain't it, John? Here we go. Verse 10. My son, if sinners, what? Entice you, don't consent them. Consent thou not. If they say, come with us, let us lay wait for blood. Let us lurk privately for the innocent without cause. That's what's happening in our country today. Just crazy mayhem at times. It's nuts. You look back, how did all this happen? Well, it happened because people aren't smart. People aren't fearing the Lord. People don't have the wisdom of God that He has in His Word. Mom and Dad are bums not doing their job. That's, a, that's tough, ain't it? Yeah. Sorry. So goes the country. Amen. Say, it's the best thing we can do for America is get up and come to church and teach His Word. I'm telling you, I believe it with my whole heart. Let us swallow them up, the evil says, alive as the grave and whole as those that go down to the pit. We shall find all their precious substance. We shall fill our houses with spoil. That's what the evil do. Steal it. Don't work for it. Steal it. Yes or no? Cast in your lot with us. We'll all share it together. All of us stupid people will hang out together. How about that? My son, don't walk in the way with them. My son, don't walk. That's what God's Word says. My son, my child, my daughter, don't you walk in the way with them. You're not better than them, but you're smarter than that. Stop it. Amen or oh me. That's what God's saying. So you can hear wisdom if you'll listen. 
We've gone through about verse 15 of the first chapter of Proverbs, chapter 1, from the smartest, wisest man who ever lived. And this was given to him by the Lord God Almighty. So that's where we've been at today. Got to quit, though, because I'm about to die. Wisdom cries without. I'm just kidding. Wisdom cries without. She utters her voice in the streets. She's crying in the chief place of concourse. In the openings of gates, in the city, she's uttering her words, saying, Listen, listen. Wisdom's crying for us. God's saying, I want you to be smart. You don't have to make the same horrible decisions. Your life can be better, but you must listen. How long will you not listen? How long, you simple ones, will you love simplicity? How long will you keep just doing the expedient thing instead of the right thing? Yes or no? Instead of making the extra effort. And I don't want to get sideways because we're out of time. But this building right here and these 15 acres that you sit in today and sit on debt-free for the glory of God and the worst economy since the Great Depression didn't happen because we were stupid. You understand? Now, I don't get the credit I give him the credit. But he needed people like me and others to make good decisions. You understand that, yes or no? What kind of brains does it take to go borrow money from a bank? I saw it years ago at a church. I was up River Road. It used to be the Suncoast Worship Center. You remember? We'd started fellowship. Over at the high school, I was discouraged, man. I wasn't like, ooh, gung-ho. Man, I had been beat down, beat up. Satan was on my case, too. And I rode by there after we'd started fellowship, and I checked our mail, Box 121. You can write me anytime. Box 121. How hard is that? Box 121, Inglewood. Okay, there you go. Commercial. But anyway, I was checking the mail, and I saw there a new sign, financed by... Four by eight sign on their property. And the Lord touched me and said to my heart, and I said back out loud, I don't ever want one of those signs on our property. Financed by, in the name of your fat bank, whatever you are, I don't want your name of your bank on my church property. That's ugly, ain't it? I had a fit in my truck. I didn't know what I was saying. I'm not that smart, guys. I'm not that bright. But all I knew is I wanted God to get all the credit. We're not thanking some bank. Amen. And that was us when we had like 25 grand. You know what I'm saying? We'd been saving extra and trying. And, you know, the point is, is that Smart things don't happen without wisdom. And you don't know how smart you can be if you yield yourself to the Lord and His Word. And is that smart, Gary? Gary ain't that smart to get riled up like that. I've never been riled like that about a bank site. I don't even think I ever saw one in my whole life or I paid attention. But I did that day. And you know the story. That bank foreclosed on that church 
And that church now is Sky Academy. Hello? A guy told me this week, he came to our church years ago. Went back home, talked to his church. He just saw me this week, hadn't seen me in years. He's from out of town. He said, I went back home. Our church was taken over in a foreclosure, and we lost the whole church. He said, so we got together because you were meeting the high school, and I went to the high school, and I asked the high school. We had our board go meet the high school up in Ohio or Indiana. Because you're doing it, we can do it. And so they went there, and the school board, when they asked the school board if they could meet, I'm going to say what he told me this week. Is that okay? Tell you honest what what, 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 he got talking to me. He says, we went up there and we asked the school board, could we meet in the high school? Because our church is being foreclosed. And one of the board, school board members stood up and said, hell no. Sorry, I use that kind of language. I've done worse. Here's the point. Now you know why I thank God for our town. Now you know why I thank God for Inglewood and Lemon Bay High School. Can we thank the Lord again? Come on. Amen. And I got to quit. I got sideways there, but I think it's important. Amen. Not give me credit. I'm not trying to get credit. I'm trying to say if God can take a dumb hillbilly like me from Rockingham and use to do something smart, I think he can use you. How about that? What's the difference between you and me? Nothing. Amen. We got to quit. How long, you simplemans, will you love simplicity? How, how, and the scorners delight in their scorning and fools hate knowledge. The simple are going to keep loving the simple ways. Scorners are going to love scorning. And fools are going to keep hating knowledge. I don't want to be one of them. And I don't want to be named with them. Amen? I don't want to do that. So it's time to turn. Repent. Go the other way. Turn you at my reproof, God says. Behold, I'll pour out my spirit on you. I'll make known my words to you. And I think that's sort of what happened that day. It was sort of common sense. But the Lord just put in my heart. And He showed me a visual image of a sign that said, I don't want that on our prayer. I didn't say we're going to be debt free at that point. But the point is, I just wanted to give God all the credit. Amen. Say, I've never seen, I don't know why people get so happy when they get a bank loan. Oh, honey, we got approved. You ought to get together and cry. Amen. Do everything you can to get out of it. Amen. Pay it off. I'm for, I, get, I got a home mortgage. I got a small home mortgage myself. But I could easily sell four or five other things and, and pay. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not saying it's all bad. But it is bad to give them the credit, to not give God the glory, and not to be wise in your money. Yes or no? Keep going. So it's your choice, guys. You can be smart if you want to. That's the series coming ahead. I've called you and you refused. I've stretched out my hand and no man regards me, God says. Isn't it funny we blame God first for the dumb things people do? Why did God let that happen? Well, because they were stupid. They didn't ask for my help. They asked God for help with school shootings. But no, you're not allowed here. You hear me, yes or no? Yes or no? You know? And it's hilarious to hear politicians pray. That's, whole, that's altogether funny, okay? Come on. You can put him first in your life every day in Washington if you want to. You can be smart. 
You've said it not all my counsel, God says. And you don't want any of my reproof. Because it's hard being told you're wrong. And there's another way. I'll laugh at your calamity, God says. What? Yeah, God says I'm pretty big on this. I'll laugh at your sorry tale. I will mock when your fear comes. Ha! Told you so. Can you believe God's doing that to us? Start at the beginning. Roger, am I done? <laughs> well, buddy, I need to be because it's noon. I got to quit. I got to quit, buddy. We can't do chapter 2 because I'm wore out. How do I learn to fear the Lord? If you'll receive my words and hide my commandments inside of you. So receive God's word. This is how you do it. Hide his commandments inside of you, guys. It's about God's word. How can I do that? Okay, you incline your ear to wisdom. You start to apply your heart towards understanding. You've got to listen to the word, not fight it, not saying, well, I don't like Clark. I don't like what he said. You know, how about say, you know, maybe he is bald and ugly, but you know what he said was from the Bible, okay? If you cry after knowledge and you lift up your voice for understanding, you're going to get. So, okay, you've got to read the word to get it, but you know what? You've got to cry out for it. Cry out for it. I want to be smart. I want to know what's right. I want to make good decisions for my family. What's wrong with crying? Look at this one. And lift up your voice. Pray for it. Pray for it. Pray for it. Pray for wisdom. Pray for smarts. Every day I want to be smart. I want to have a good day. I'm about to make a personal decision. But I want it to be the wise decision. I'm driving Kim straight up the wall. Because I look at this angle, that angle, this angle, that angle, this angle, that I get wake up, hey, what about this time? She says, let's just do it already. I'm like, no. I could make people's lives miserable. You know that. If you seek her as silver, you search for her as hid treasure. So seek it. Seek it. Search for it. You can get this. This is for you. And God promises you're going to get understanding. And you're going to find the knowledge of God. For the Lord's going to give you wisdom. And out of his mouth is going to come knowledge and understanding. He is no respecter of persons. You're going to get it. You're going to receive it. And God's going to bless you. You're going to be given wisdom. No different than us. Amen? How many would say God's helped me with some incredible insight in my life and wisdom? You're just giving him the credit. Amen? How many avoided a major pitfall because the Lord helped you? I mean, in your life, there was something that happened. And he helped you because you were, it was bad. And he, he, boy, he did that thing for you. Amen. Yes or no? Say. Oh, and brother, I know you're in the banking business over there. All of you. I'm sorry about all that. But anyway, I'm sorry about all that. It's funny because you agreed with me, didn't you? He's the one that amen me over there. Amen. I just saw, I thought about it. Sorry. But anyway. He lays up sound wisdom for the righteous. He's the buckler to them that walk uprightly. He's going to be this for you. He's going to help you be smart. Keep pushing me, Rod. You're slowing me down. You're going to be your safety and all this stuff. Okay, here we go. He's going to keep the, he keeps the paths of the judgment. And he preserves the way. He's going to be your keeper, guys. He's going to be your preserver. Amen. You know why I walk around. People know my life. I've had some issues and struggled and was abandoned, left. You know, it was tough, you know, being married those years. But I sort of walk around town with my head up. Not proud, but I want people to see this is a man that God has taken care of. This is a man. Look at this face. This is a man that God has taken care of. He has provided for me. He has taken care of me. Amen. Say, 
Absolutely. What's wrong with that? He gets all the credit because I'm a nut. Praise the Lord. Then shall you understand righteousness, judgment, etc. We've got to quit. I'm done, Rog. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. Let's thank the Lord for his word. Well. I think we got it. Come on. i got to quit. Did you get the point? You're going to get it, baby.